I swear to God, I won't watch Jaws by myself. I mean, when I was a kid, I wouldn't watch it because it's so, you know, I mean, if I'm out there floating, I swear I've got this paranoia. I go into a swimming pool, I think there's a shark in there, bro. Oof. I don't know why. That's one of my... Do you? Is that your paranoia? That's one of my children, childhood oh, paranoias, man. man. But if somebody put me in the middle of the ocean yeah. and dropped me, I'd, I'd be fine. Well, then you added that Jaws movie at the same time, yeah. and yeah. then it goes... You start looking at everybody. Hey, I'm Armando LaDuke, producer, film actor, and owner of LaDuke Entertainment. I have chosen a life off the beaten path and wanted to find others that are doing the same. Spaghetti on the Wall is a show based on all of the years that I've thrown spaghetti on the wall and nurtured what's stuck. We will share fun stories, ideas, tips, tricks, and more. Welcome to Spaghetti on the Wall. What's up? What's up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Spaghetti on the Wall. This is Wayne Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. How's good, everybody doing? Good friend, actor, security guard, uh, bodyguard, now Mr. Cowboy. Cajun Cowboy. The Cajun. Are you going to wear your sunglasses the whole, whole time? I don't so know. I, uh, I want to see your eyes. Yes, that's good. Let's see your eyes. Very nice. Wayne Morgan, he was one of the first people I met, actually, when I moved to uh, Louisiana. I was fortunate to meet you, man, and you had so many blazing trails that you were trying to set that you, you kind of steered me and i was like dude i, I came in well you know I, I was following your lead uh yeah. saw that saw what you were doing <laughs> and i was like man he seems to be the end guy with this film industry and you were and well, um, now you're the end guy you know i'm here on your podcast um i'm not i'm not the end guy i'm just a guy once again if you also I, I always guy, i'm gonna you're tell you this for sure yeah i'll tell you what though <clears throat> if you think that um you're going to blow up after people see you on this. It's not going to happen. People that watch this show. So, Well, you know, you five people, if you do what this guy says and, and listen to his advice, you guys are, are going to blow up. Boom. Bam. That's why I paid him to come here today. <laughs> uh, paid him 200 bucks so he could just be, you know, my hype man. So, yeah. What's up, dude? Hey, man, I'm just working, man. Just dude, working always. All, all kinds of stuff. You know what's crazy is, is a lot of people don't know this about me. But what's that? I'm a federal investigator. That's my day job. Damn. And everything I've done in this industry for the last 20 years has been secondary to a full-time federal government job. And I think that that's probably what also, by the way, with these microphones, you got to make out with it. Okay. There you go. You know. You got to be close. Yeah, I got to be very close. Got to be right here. If you want to lean back, just grab it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Feel free. Yeah. If you want to talk about it, talk things, you know, if that's what you want to do, you can do that. There you go. Now you can see my beautiful face. You're a federal investigator. What do you investigate? Right now, I'm the EEOC investigator. What's um, that mean? Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. So I've been fortunate. A lot of people, you know, as a federal investigator, some people think I'm just, you know, out there to bust bad guys. No, I'm out there because I used to work with U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, and I used to help people reach the American dream of becoming U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm used to investigate them, the businesses that they work for. Then I got promoted and I took a job with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. So now I investigate anything having to do with discrimination in the workplace. I'm in the enforcement division. So if somebody is discriminated because of their race, sex, sexual orientation, disability, a religion, mm. nationality, I go in there and we, we investigate it and, you know, enforce it so nice yeah i kind of like what you're doing here well i copied you you i kind of no i did i was just grabbing it (laughs) (laughs) but if you lay it like this then you can see your beautiful face there you go yeah now we're (laughs) killing it we're just relaxed chilling why don't they have a podcast where you just lay down (laughs) 
like just a just a bed podcast. Laying down with Armando LaDuke right? and the Cajun Cowboy. Right. That, just just laying in bed. And then the, <laughs> the camera's up there on the ceiling. And then you just like as lazily as possible. That would be kind of cool. Wouldn't that be fun? All your guests have to get in bed with you. They get- <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. You would be in bed together. Right. right. Wouldn't it be but, like, all right, come on. Yeah. You got to get in the bed. Hey. Um, it definitely just talk. Get, get viewers. Yeah. That's not a bad. Look, it's all about the ideas, guys. I don't think that that's going to be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, um, however, <laughs> however, if somebody has an idea out there that they're like, man, I really want to do a podcast and want to want to make it different. Yeah. I think that that would be killer. I think people would watch that. Damn, Absolutely. ma'am. I, I got to take this idea. Yeah. We got to do this idea. Well, we'll you know, Zach Galifianakis has that, you know, with between a, the two yeah, ferns. Between two ferns. I mean, and that blew up. Yeah. And it's it's whenever you think of something very unique that it will blow up. Now I got to buy a mattress for the, for the <laughs> studio. Well, now you got to You got to copyright that. Yeah. Well, it's trademark. It. Let me tell you something about. Look, so let me tell you a little bit about trademark as, as far as I know, because I've been working with a nonprofit and trademark attorney. Yeah. For two years, which shout out to Audrey Chisholm. And shout out to Audrey. If you guys are looking to start your own nonprofit or if you want to trademark anything, Chisholm Law Firm can do that for you. But you can't just be like, I'm a trademark this. Right. There's a lot of things that, you know, you can't you can't trademark an idea. It's got to be a symbol. You can trademark. You can trademark a logo. You can trademark a name of a, you know, of a business. Right. You know what I mean? Like that you can do. But ideas, unless they're implemented, there's a lot of red tape. And look, I'm no attorney. Right. Once again, this is not advice that you can take. Don't take this advice. What I'm saying is you should probably talk to an attorney. Yes. But this idea... As, as far as I'm concerned, is available for anyone that wants it. Yeah. But do it right because, but do you it know, right. if you're going to take that and do it, that's cool. But if you're not going to do it right, leave it for somebody who will. Heard. Heard that. Exactly. Uh, H-U-R-D, helping you reach dreams. dreams. Exactly. <laughs> you just plugged in. There you go. Yeah. Are you still running that? I am. Is that actually. still a thing? Yes. Well, what happened was the herd, Lynn Yeldell, when she took over, mm-hmm. uh, or she was it take, she was running Louisiana Producers in 2003, and I started the herd in end of 2002, mm-hmm. and then she heard about us, and she was getting ready to make the move, because at that time, she was working for Lyft, and she was a financial officer at Lyft, and she was also involved in women in film and television. Yeah. And then she ended up leaving and going to Texas to do women in film and television, like, as her main job. And she moved and asked me to take over. So the herd became the herd slash Louisiana Produces, mm-hmm. which is a nonprofit, 501c3. But the herd is a profitable company, although I don't make any money off of it. We've always just helped you reach dreams. It was kind of more of a concept. Then a business. Then a business. Yeah. Heard. Heard. I'm gonna. I gotta. It, it is, dude. It is so much fun. Yeah. Just leaning back and talking like that. Yeah, it is. But I feel like I'm. I, I'm getting too. I feel like <laughs> I'm getting too too lazy in it, and I wanna. Yeah. Let's get animated. Like I wanna get in it. So talk to me about the projects that you got going on, because I know you're always got, got got something. Well, right now I have. We have what's called the A team. It's kind of like Herd 2.0. What I've done is like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Dun, 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 They're all their own superheroes. Dun, dun, dun. And they join for the Justice League. And that's when they all come together. Mm. So we've got people like David Chokichi from Baywatch, the original TV with David Hasselhoff. He was the one that was dating Pamela Anderson in the TV show. Mm. He is part of the A-team. We have Greg. And, oh, oh, Greg. I forget his name. 
Greg, but he, and I'm sorry, Greg, Ooh. I forgot your last name, but he is actually helping Quentin Aaron right he's now. He's going to be pissed. No, but he's helping Quentin Aaron right now. He's an Emmy winning or a Grammy winning singer songwriter, and he actually wrote part of Baywatch, the theme. Really? Yep. And he's written uh, Walk Away Joe. How's that songs. Go? Uh, Sing it. I can't even do Come it. Come right on, now. man. Walk Away bit. Joe. Baby, baby, don't you know? No, I don't know. You don't know it? I don't know it. Um, but he's helping Quentin right now because Quentin Aaron. Who's Quentin Aaron? The lead actor of The Blind Side. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Orr. Of course. He came out here and he's course. my business partner. And we started Nomadic Leo Entertainment. So I have another production company other than Upper Line Entertainment. Oh, Murray yeah, Roth. Upper Line. So I've got two different production companies. One with Murray Roth, entertainment attorney. Mm-hmm. And then one with the lead actor of The Blind Side who happened to be staying down here for a year and was my roommate for a year. Mm-hmm. And now he's in Nashville making some music. Really? Oh, yeah. When he came down here. We went to Cajun Country Jam, and uh, Lieutenant Governor brought him up on stage. Uh, Billy Nungesser brought him up on stage to sing with one of the uh, the main artists, and we just killed it. He killed it. Had more people. He sings? Oh, yes, indeed. He sings really well, and as soon as I can, I'll release it to you guys. So you guys Really? Can. I would like to hear that. Yeah, I can show it to you offline, but I just can't post it right heard, now. Heard, heard. Makes sense. Um, but uh, right now, what we're working on, as a matter of fact, this coming up weekend on the 27th, 28th, and 29th, we mm. are going to be shooting Ashton Gill from American Idol. She came on American Idol with Lane Hardy. Lane Hardy had previously done American Idol and did not win. And they are both from Livingston Parish, out by where John Schneider Studios is. Really? Yeah. And um, so, Lane does she Hardy, want a job? What? Yeah, she'd love to. Dude, uh, Lane, I need more singers. Oh, she, I'll get it. For Please you. Uh, connect but Lane us. Lane Hardy. And her went out there for her to audition. He was playing the guitar. When they did it, Katy Perry said, Lane, how are you doing? Because she recognized them from the previous season. Ashton sang and got the golden ticket. And then she's like, you should really re-audition, Lane. He's like, no, no, I'm here for Ashton, no. And then Ashton looked at him and said, yeah, go ahead. So he sang, auditioned, got a golden ticket. And long story short, he ended up winning American Idol. The whole thing that year. Oh, he did? He won the whole thing, and he's from here in Louisiana, Livingston Parish. Really? Yep. He is now a representative for Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Uh, what do you mean a representative? Office. They have representing Louisiana talent, you know, artists representing Louisiana mm. contracts where they do commercials and, and just help promote tourism here in Louisiana. Mm. So Lane's doing that. So we're going to be shooting her first. She just had her first record release, and... We're filming her first music video ever, and that is going to be happening the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Y'all are taking three days to shoot this video? Three days. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I mean, we, we laid out three days. I don't think we're going to need three days because we've got the different locations, but we're going to be shooting at a local grocery store, very famous local grocery store. It's going to be a fun time. Sounds like it. For her to get her first music video. And for us to do it, me and Thomas Johnston, Isaiah Laborde's partner, uh, they're they're both. Oh, how is Isaiah? He's doing great, man. He's got twins now, and they're getting big. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So so, um, that's one thing that we're doing. But we're also working on we're working with Patch Adams, uh, Mm -hmm. the doctor. Robin Williams played him in a movie. Uh, We just reached out to uh, Universal Studios, and we're coming upon the 25th anniversary. Of the release. It came out in 1998. Really? In December 25th. That's when I graduated high school. Yeah. Well, when did you graduate high school? 90. I graduated from the Naval 90? Academy in 98. You old, bro. Yeah. I was class in 98 at the Naval Academy, so I was graduating from the Naval Academy when you were graduating, graduating from, from high, high school. school. Right. That's funny. But um, 
We're going to be doing, we reached out to Robin Williams' estate because we talked to his wife and she gave us the attorney for the estate. Universal said if we want to use any of that footage in um, our documentary that we're doing, that we had to get permission from the um, estate of Robin Williams. So we're in the process of doing that. And when we get that done, we're going to be going to West Virginia where Dr. Patch Adams has a lot of land. And we're Country building roads take Baking me home to, to the place, place I belong. And I suck at West singing. Virginia. No, you don't. Mountain Mama. Is it Mountain Mama? I don't know. I thought it was Country Mama. I don't know. I Somebody think look mountain. it up. Somebody look it up. Right yeah, now. look it up. We spot check that. But um, So we're going to get that documentary. And what we're trying to do is another documentary that they started but didn't finish. We're coming in to finish. Clown Vets. Clown Vets is uh, suicide awareness based upon military veterans who were suicidal. Mm. He took them to Morocco and he gets them in this program where they get some, you know, they don't want to do it at first, but then they put on some outfits and then they start clowning around and it really changes their whole look on life, makes them feel like life's worth living again. Mm. And so these are all things that, that Patch Adams is doing. And, you know, again, his whole philosophy is that he wanted to treat patients as people, not as... You know, oh, room number 385 or patient number 17. Heard. I have a friend who's working in like psychedelics. Oh, yeah. But like actually FDA approved. Wow. Where they take, you know, depressed and post-traumatic stress. And and they give them psilocybin or DMT or or some of these other uh, like psychedelics. And that's, you know. It's helping them out. It's helping them out. Well, hey. It's helping people. You know what I mean? So I'm like. Talking to her yesterday about yes yesterday about it yeah you know this whole uh, you ever you ever done mushrooms <laughs> no dude I've never done mushrooms dude let me tell you something man I was working on Bourbon Street at the time and this this story is always a fun story to tell so I was working on Bourbon Street at the time and I had just finished like a seven day straight through I think it was like some sort of conference and I was like I was ready to just blow off some steam and I was like we're all gonna go tubing let's have a good time right, right? so we're out there. We're drinking, right? We're smoking. <laughs> Dude, I'm already out of my mind. Right. right? Hadn't drank, uh, hadn't eaten anything either. Popeye's chicken. We like to do the, the Popeye's, the, we call it river chicken. Yeah. Um, so my friend was like, oh, I have some mushrooms, right? And I was like, yeah. all right, boom. So I, I take some, right? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. My soul exploded. <laughs> Let me tell you about soul exploded, right? So I'm having a good time, right? I'm having yeah. a good time. I decided I'm, I'm going to get naked, right? I'm like... <laughs> Get butt naked, right? I'm like, yeah, this is the greatest, <laughs> right? Till it wasn't. <laughs> it was a nightmare, really? nightmare, like clouds, right? I'm like, oh, oh, I'm gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. I'm like, I'm. This is it. There was no hospital nearby. Nothing. Uh-oh. I'm just like, you know what? This is the time. Oh, wow. I'm dead. I went into a hole, right? Like uh, they talk about this, like rabbit hole, like yeah. Alice in Wonderland right. style, like. And so I went all the way down. And at the very bottom, like I saw my soul and it went like that. Like it just exploded. Right. You're tripping me out, bro. And I was like, (laughs) like it it was like and and I was like paranoid and just anxiety, 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 anxiety. Right. I get to the bottom and just like they they talk about like the the ego just, you know, dying. This is the ego death. And like as soon as that happened, I just became one with the water, with the tube, with, I was just like, I had, I just resigned myself to death. 
<laughs> right? I was like, I right. had, I, I accepted death at that moment. And I was just like, man, this is it. I couldn't move, right? I, I felt like I was just like melted into the tube and like I was also the water. Yeah. And I was like, oh, just let me go. Let it be. I finally understood the Beatles song, Let It Be. Let it be. Where I was like, let it be, let, let it, it be. be, oh, let, let it be. be. It was like, yeah, just let it be, right? I was right. like, oh my God, I really understand now what it means. <laughs> just let it be. And dude, I had from that point on, uh -huh. it was like, a spiritual awakening. Wow. It was, it, 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 besides like the anxiety and stuff like that, once uh -huh. I passed that point where I was just like accepting of like just everything yeah. and I had never experienced that in my life ever. Wow. Like I was accepting, I had accepted death. I accepted, you know, just whatever life was at that moment. Yeah. It like awakened. I, I had, I had experienced something that I had never experienced before in my life. And obviously it was because of the mushrooms. And like, I just, I transformed after that. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I would suffer from anxiety, you know, here and there. But since that day, like my anxiety isn't nearly as high. Right. It's near. Wow. Yeah. So I, I think I really, I haven't done it since. Yeah. But I really, <laughs> I, be I believe, I really believe that psychedelics could absolutely change your brain chemistry. Absolutely. Your perspective, your mindset. You yeah. know, I think you should have a shaman or, or somebody yeah. guiding you because right. there were definitely people. As a matter of fact, the girl that is doing the thing. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, her name is Sarah Zogby. She's uh, she's licensed uh, mental health professional. She, right. you know, she graduated from uh, from Tulane. She has, you know, a practice here. And they're they're really like working, you know, with the state yeah. and professionals on on bringing the, you know, the psychedelics into wow. the mental health space. And she was on that trip. Wow. With me, you know, and she like helped guide me through the whole thing. And, I was and then like, she saw yours right, and how it benefited you. Right, and I wonder, I wonder, and I, I need to ask her that. I'd be like, where, did you follow this path because of that, that experience? Because I was like, man, I was yeah. just, but yeah, I was just, I was on the tube and we were floating down the river. And there was a moment where like, you know how in Louisiana during the summer, like, you know, it can storm real quick oh, and, yeah. then, and then, and then be gone. It was storming. There was like lightning and stuff. And they're like, Armando, get out of Where did the you water. go tubing at? Franklinton over there. Bogus. There's alligators there, bro. Yeah. Bro, yeah, man. you're floating with one as the other. And then all of a sudden yeah, half yeah. of you. Spit I know, off. right. Yeah. But it was like, dude, I, and I was like, just let it be. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is what it is. Um, I've accepted death and like, get out of the water. I was like, I can't get it. So they had to, they had to pull me to the shore. I was Nothing. I was a noodle. Wow. I couldn't even control myself. You know when they play movies? Have you ever heard about the shark, the Jaws? They play Jaws in the, in the you, everybody goes tubing, and you're in the water, and they play Jaws up on the shore on a big screen. So everybody's in the water, and everybody's starting to get paranoid. And if anybody's taking any kind of, you know, silly, silly butt open, oh, yeah. then, then. They're probably out of their minds. Oh, my goodness. Dude. Because I swear to God, I won't watch Jaws by myself. I mean, when I was a kid, I wouldn't watch it because it's so, you know, I mean, if I'm out there floating, I swear I've got this paranoid. I go in a swimming pool. I think there's a shark in there, bro. Oh, I don't know why. That's one of my. Do you? Is that your paranoia? That's one of my children childhood oh, paranoias, man. man. It's for me. It's it's heights and flying. Flying. I but like if I, flying. Yeah, but if somebody put me in the middle of the ocean, yeah, and dropped me, I'd I'd be fine. Well, then you added that Jaws movie at the same time, yeah. and yeah. then it goes. Duh, duh. Da, 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 da. You start looking. Around. Everybody starts looking around. That's a great way to watch that movie. Oh yeah, sure. it's oh it's. A, I went and saw it one time doing that. I don't think I'll ever do it again. I couldn't finish it. I had to get out to the water. <laughs> Where what 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 was it? A pool? Uh, no, it was out in a, in a river. In a river. Oh, it was in a river. They had it on the side of the river, and you go in there in your inner tubes, and then you like they have like 
things in there where you just kind of attach it to. Oh, that's so cool, float. man, dude. Where is that on the North Shore? No, it wasn't here. It was in it was in like North Carolina when I dude, went. Dude, that's there and a did it. genius idea. But you get you get a shoreline, put a big freaking screen up, and then play that film and and just rent freaking inner tubes, but make sure you put the stakes out there so they can like latch it on and so they that's can float. amazing. You're gonna make a fortune, dude. We should do that. We should do a a, a screening for Bourbon Whiz. Yeah, out on the uh, river somewhere in the tubes, and then like. Dude, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, absolutely. I'm going to make that happen, Melanie. Make it it's happen. another project. Melanie's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> she loves She loves my new projects. You know, I don't mean to turn this around on you now. So with the DAP band and, and with uh, Armando uh, or the LeDuc Entertainment, mm-hmm. you're doing marketing. You're mm-hmm. doing, I see you're doing a lot of things. So here's the, here's if the. If I want to become a superstar. Here's the secret. What I'll tell you the do? secret. Wait, you, wait, wait. He's about to tell us a secret, guys, so come close. I'm going to tell you the secret. Come close. Come close. Come close. I'm going to tell you the secret. Here's the secret. You cannot do it by yourself. You have to have a team. Absolutely. And the thing is, and you also, there's a really good book. It's called Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel. Mm -hmm. Do you know who the author is? Rocket Fuel. It's the same guy that wrote Traction. Okay. He created the EOS system, Mm -hmm. and it's all about operations and, and procedures. But the book Rocket Fuel is about the relationship between the visionary and the implementer right and so the visionary you're a visionary i'm a visionary right we have a lot of you have to learn to be right but what i've learned is i'm a better visionary than i am an implementer yeah right so you have to you have to surround yourself with people that are implementers right that can make sense of the idea right because you're like you see visionaries see the beginning yeah and the end result right right the implementers see everything else that needs to happen in order right. for this to happen right wow. and so this is invaluable information for guys. sure so as far as like visionaries are concerned that's the problem with a lot of businesses is that they don't understand that relationship and they don't know that they have to be true to themselves right you have to be true to yourself you have to understand who you are yeah and be okay with that if you're not good at implementing then it's okay like you shouldn't be you shouldn't beat yourself up because you're not an implementer if you're a visionary then be a visionary right you know just find the people that can help you implement right and so i also think that you need to be clear about what it is that you want. Right. I think part of my implementer, I guess, personality comes from me growing up in Germany. Right. And in Germany, things are really, like, efficient. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yeah, ich spreche viel Deutsch. (laughs) Ich habe in Deutschland für zwölf Jahre gewohnt. Ich kann viel Deutsch sprechen. You already extended my extension. Die leben in in Nürnberg. Also. Eins, drei, zwei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. Very good. Yeah. Nice. Guten Morgen. Guten, guten Morgen. Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. Gute Nacht. Yeah. Guten Tag. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Nacht. In Germany, things are done right the first time. And right. it's efficient. And there's systems, right? Yeah. And when there's things like that in your business, uh-huh. whatever it is that you're doing, project-wise, if you have systems and procedures and processes, you can scale the business. Right. And I tell this to, to, to all of my clients that are trying to grow their business. They can't grow their business. <laughs> this is, and now I'm turning this into a consultation. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't grow their business because they don't have a clear idea of where they want to go right and how to get there they they may know where they want to be and and what's success for them but they don't understand how to get there and in order for that to happen they need to find people that can help them implement their idea yeah or 
have people smart enough around them that goes, this is not actually a really good idea at all. Like you should not be wasting your time with this idea. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of time. The case too with the visionaries is that they have a hundred, a thousand ideas that come every day, every, every, every day, every hour of the day. Like, and that's why you don't want yes men because you want people to be able to tell you when you're wrong, put you in your spot, slap you around a little bit. But you know, he's telling the truth. My sister's over there on some of these things. He's telling you the truth because he, he and I talked uh, on the phone and he was, he's going to help me, uh, you know, focus my mind. And he was asking some tough questions and questions that you have to actually sit down and think and be honest with yourself about where you're going. What do you want? You know, what, what is, what is it that your weakness is? What is your strength? Where are you going? You know, these are all things you, you started asking me these questions and you made me actually sit down and open my mind because I don't, I don't it's like so to- funny because after that question, after that that whole session we had, yeah, it wasn't but like five or six months later that all of a sudden you've, you've got, got a, this new persona. The Cajun Cowboy. The Cajun Cowboy. I was like, wow, look at him. He's got a brand and everything. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to this man. I really got to highly recommend for those of you who, I mean, obviously you're on his podcast right now listening to him, but he's oh, so there's only much, five people listening. Yeah, well, the five of you guys should sign up for his his. Uh, his his stuff because my consultations yes because he uh sure he will help you and i can attest I can to the you. fact that you know i've known this guy like he said since he's moved here him people like you and sam medina uh you guys you know kept coming in and now you guys oh, are taking bitch. you you taking all your stuff that at the time i was giving and other people were giving you you took it you ran with it you you listened to what you you needed you forgot what you didn't need and you added to it with what you learned and look where you are now Look, Look where, where Sam's at now. Yeah. You guys are impressive. You guys I are working it. That. So I'm proud of both you guys. Thank um, you. Hi to Sam Medina. How you doing, brother? He's not watching my show. Oh, he will be. I'll tell him. I told you. There's only five people. <laughs> five people. I got five people. Watching. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tracy. Right. Hey, yeah, you can Tina. call him out by name. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Keith Manasco. My wife. No, actually, my wife doesn't watch my show. Either. Really? Yes. No, she doesn't. <laughs> you love support. My family doesn't watch my show. Yeah. Nobody watches my oh, show. By the way. Happy birthday to your daughter. Oh man, she's 3. She's Oh man. She's such a cool she's such a cool person. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I know I'm biased, but I she's so funny. She's talented. They have their own little characters, you she know. They, their they, own. Yeah, she has her own personality. Cool. She's the boss. She told everybody yesterday we had a party and she said, "I don't want you guys to sing happy birthday." So we ended up having to sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. That is funny. Yeah. She was like, "Nope, not going to have it." I was like, "All right." Yeah, one of my friends did the, the the podcast here, and on it you were telling how your daughter doesn't like anybody to sing because if they sing off key, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. If you are off at all, and she'll she'll catch it <laughs> immediately, and she's like, "This well, is not it, right." It doesn't help that you're a musician yeah. and your wife's a musician, so she's growing up with two musician parents. She's been on stage, oh, so even before it. she was born. Yeah, she, she when 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 my wife was eight months pregnant, yeah. she was still singing on stage. So music has just been around all the time, yeah. you know. So she listens to you know she listens to everything. But it's great. It's great well, being and, a dad. And I was there at your wedding, so I gotta say I remember. And then we did the second line and all that stuff. That was that, fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I got pictures of it. Was uh, that not the best wedding you ever been to? It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> there was a lot of people there too. Dude, it was a great wedding, man. Yeah. I remember the fireworks show. Yeah, that we had. Was was not sanctioned. <laughs> it was not legal, and so I and I had spoken to my wife about this whole Living on the show, edge. and she was, you know, my, oh, my wife is a rule follower. Yeah. My wife follows rules. Yeah. I do not. I ask for forgiveness. Not I do permission. not ask for permission. Right. 
But I did because I had, well, I went to the second line permit office to get the second line for the parade. Mm-hmm. And I asked the lady, I said, hey, I want to do some um, fireworks. And she said, no, absolutely <laughs> not. You would have to stop Mississippi water traffic and wow. the whole thing. And you cannot do that. And I was like, okay. And then I walk out and then she runs up behind me. Right. Uh, I'm not going to, I hope I'm not putting her on blast. Well, don't she, say her name. I'm not going to say her name. She goes, she goes, listen, if you do it, just do it. It's fine. Like nothing's going to really happen. Just, you know, just clean up after yourself and you'll be, you know, you'll be all right. But yeah. don't tell anybody said that. I'll yeah. Like, I'll be back. Perfect. Well, I, she probably thought it was going to be like little, you know, yeah. things like this. My friend TJ, I remember. her mother has a fireworks company. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't want some fireworks. She's like, great. Dude, she gave me like the 4th of July in a box. Yes. Like huge boxes. I didn't, you know, that all you had to do is light the box and then, but I'm talking about, and you were there. It was like yeah. huge. Yes. Like fireworks. <laughs> and uh, it was so funny because like we did it. Oh, and the morning of, we were, you know, back and forth about it. And, uh, and she was staying at the hotel and she goes, listen, if you want to do the fireworks, feel free to do the fireworks. You know, I trust you, whatever. And I was like, that's all I needed to hear. Boom. I got my boy, uh, Jason, which rest in peace, Jason uh, Mosley. He was like, I'll do it for you, man. I said, listen, if you do this and Jesse and Jesse was there too, Jesse yeah. and Jason, they, they, they lit the fireworks. So Jesse and Jason, they're down there and they're lighting the fireworks. And I said, listen, guys, I can't be involved you know this i remember that. like if this is if, if you guys get caught that's it don't yeah. don't call me i can't get you'll have to wait till monday because i'm going on vacation i'm going on my honeymoon yeah. they said don't worry about it we got this and i was like okay just letting you know so we get there pew, boom 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 dude it was amazing like the fireworks are like blowing up like right there in our faces yeah I remember I heard somebody down at a different level. Like, Who's getting married? Pablo Escobar? Like, what's <laughs> happening right now? And so, so boom, the fireworks happen. Five minutes later, cops yes. show up. And I was like, uh-oh, something's up. Yeah. Something's up, right? The wedding events space uh, manager. Yeah. I know you. I know what you guys did. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, yes, you do. Yes, you do know. And I was like. I don't know. <laughs> Shauna's dad was pissed, right? That's when Alfredo jumps in because he's my best man. And he was like, don't worry, I got this, blah, blah, blah. So the problem was the fireworks were okay. They left the fireworks boxes on the levee and that shit was on fire. fire. Yes, That I was knew on it. fire. I always remember they went and left it and it was on fire. Yeah, and it was on fire. And I yeah. was like, guys, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So it took about, I think, 10 minutes for like, people to try and figure out what 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 it is that we needed to do and now Fredo was going to go down there and then we saw that um I guess the security people on yeah. the levee put it out and then they 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 threw it away or whatever but right that was a yeah that touch was a and go did, did Alfredo Ooh. get in trouble at all he did not all right he did not he, he you know everybody nobody got in trouble no harm no foul you know they props put it to out. New Orleans police yeah, props department. to the the security people out yeah. there that that made it happen. But yeah, that was the fireworks show that could have gone bad, but it didn't. And look, it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been my wedding if there wasn't some sort of sketchy <laughs> yes, behavior sketchy. happening. Sketchy character. I, I just you know I've always just gone against the grain in some capacity. Yeah, you know some sort of chaos. Right. You know some sort of like just 
off the wall stuff happening, yeah. something exciting. That was always, you know, it was gonna happen that way. Right. So it was it was a good time. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. I love that story. Absolutely. And one thing I want to partake to your listeners is guys, you can do whatever you say. The your five mind people to. that are listening. The five to. people. If you guys have a dream, make sure that you stick to it. Don't give up on your dream because it may not happen now, but if you stick to it and, and work hard enough and don't ever give up because no one can stop you from doing it but you. People can try. My ex-wife tried. That's why she's my ex-wife. She you tried know. to stop you. She did. She. T- I mean, I, I, mad props for friends. We're you know, I'm, we got four kids together. We're raising them. And Damn. My youngest daughter just graduated from high school. My oldest daughter just graduated from grad school at LSU. So she graduated so done. from undergrad. And then my middle daughter went to L. Uh, L- she got admitted to LSU and went there for uh, pre med. Got bored with it. Transferred to UNO under archaeology. And then she met a drummer in a band. Damn drummers in a band. And so now. <sighs> She's out of school right oh, now. Man. Musicians, yeah. Musicians are bad news, man. <laughs> well, somehow, for some reason, people don't think you could be a musician and date a girl that's in college. I wish my daughter stayed. You know, she's not. But my my. What's she gonna do now? Well, right now she's she gonna go on tour. She's working at the Raw Shop. Well, they broke up. The band's gonna make it. The oh. band might make it, but she's no longer with them. So, uh, yeah, but, but she's happy. She's got a new boyfriend, and you know, life's gonna be good for all of them. And then my youngest starts LSU. Uh, my youngest daughter. That just leaves one boy. He's eleven now. My only boy. Oh, so you're not done. I'm not done. I still got one kid left. And but I just bought a house, so I just bought. Well, I, we had a house when we were married. We bought a house, but this is the first time I've ever bought a house by myself. Where's your wife live or ex-wife living now? She lives in Mandeville. She still lives there. Yeah. She. In fact, she was one of the reasons I moved out was because. I had a, a big house that I was living in and she ended up moving next door after and you were like, two I years of me there. I'm like, no, it was good. It was because the kids <laughs> could go. But then, you know, then I ended up having other people staying. Like I had Quentin come and stay temporarily and his brother. And, <clears throat> and, you know, it just, I wanted to own a house and not rent a house. And so I was renting this house. And so I went and bought a house. I have a four bedroom house and in, in right about across from Beauchin and uh, right by Franco's gym. Yeah. Woodbridge is the, the property area. Mm-hmm. So I'm living in Woodbridge. But, you know, I, again, motivation speaking, I get always really a sense of satisfaction because when people get motivated, I get motivated. I surround myself around motivated people because I feed off of their energy Mm -hmm. and their energy comes into me and motivates me even more. So I get motivated when I'm around you, Armand. Gotta get motivated, man. I mean, hey, look, that's I've always been a highly motivated person. Yeah. I don't necessarily know where that's from. Right. But I can fall into anxiety and depression very quickly. Yes. That is something that I know about myself Uh that like, if I'm not consistently feeding my brain with good books, motivate. Yeah. I read, dude, I read a book a week. Yeah. Um, if I'm not reading books, if I'm not listening to things that motivate or that I'm not growing, like I can fall into depression, anxiety extremely quickly. And so what I'm doing right now, it's a, um, challenge that I started called 90 day Nirvana. I'm, I'm going to write a book on it. Wow. I'm two weeks in. Wow. Um, it's been off and on. I I got the idea cause I was doing 75 hard. Are you familiar with 75 hard? I am familiar. Cool. So I was doing 75 hard. I was 60 days in and then I started following the dude's podcast and I'm like, I'm not in alignment with this guy, but I did, I, I did enjoy the challenge of it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something that's similar, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to be a little bit more intentional. I also wanted it to slow me down a bit. Right. And so the 90 day Nirvana consists of taking a picture of yourself every day. Yeah. Drinking a gallon of water. Right. Writing two pages a day of like stream of consciousness stuff. Right. Not a book. Like right. just 
whatever the ideas are in your head, just right. get them out on paper. And I do that in the morning while I'm on the spin bike. Right. So I'm getting a twofer there. It includes a working out an hour a day and it doesn't matter. It could be a walk, could be, you know, weight training, right. could be yoga, whatever it is. It's just an hour a day. And if you want to break it up into two 30 minute cycles, you could do that too. So not follow a diet, but track your diet. Right. Track what it is that you're you're putting in your 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 body. So I was I was just reading a book called The Psychology of Weight Loss. And in the book it talks about when you understand what you're putting in and you really understand the calories, right? Like then the diets sort of move out of the way and you understand, okay, if I'm eating more than I'm expending, I'm going to gain weight. If right. I'm eating less, then I'm losing weight. That's right. it. You know, so who cares about these diets? It's not sustainable because the thing is, once you are off the diet, then you get right back into it. Right. Yeah. So he says the first month, just track what you're eating. Doesn't don't change anything. Yeah, Eat pizza, yep. sugar, candy, whatever. Just track what it is that you're eating for a month so that you understand how much calories are in what. Right. And so it's funny because now I'm in week two. And as I've been tracking my calories, I am now understanding and more aware. Of what yeah, I'm very much aware of like, OK, oh, that is how many calories that has. Yeah. Oh, that. OK. And so now I'm not mindlessly eating, too, because I know I have to track it. Right. So I'm like, OK, so now I've stopped, you know, sort of mindlessly eating because yeah. now I, I know I have to track it. Yeah. And that's like. <laughs> aggravating. Yeah. So that's stopping me from eating. Right. So just tracking your diet is part of it. Right. So I do that every day and then, uh, pick, pick a day a week to just fast. Right. To do a juice fast. So today I've got, I bought a bunch of juices uh -huh. that I'm just like pounding down all wow. day. And that's all I'm going to do. And that's no alcohol, right? Oh, and no alcohol. That's right. Oh dude, that's, that's killer. Oh, I'm telling you this. No alcohol. I, I know why on your, on, and this thing, why you don't have alcohol, but on, from being a bodyguard for Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I have seen a lot of good, good people do stupid, stupid things that change the course of their life. Because of alcohol. Because of alcohol. Yep. And so if you're like me, you don't need alcohol. You go out there, you can have a good time. You know, you just be the life of the party. You can actually dig deep and practice your acting if you want to. You know, hey, I want to be a silly oh, dude. There's tonight. so much more shit that you can do if you're not drinking. <sighs> Yeah, and then at the end of the night, instead of feeling hungover or nasty, you can make sure everybody gets home safe. You can make sure you're a designated driver or whatever. And then the next day when everybody else is like, oh, my God, oh, you'll be like, hey, man, I'm ready. Let's do it again. And they're like, oh, my no, dude. <laughs> and I think I just cursed, but I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, I say shit on here sometimes. <laughs> Shit. Oh, all right. Um, hey, tell them where they can find you, Wayne. On Facebook, uh, I'm Wayne Douglas Morgan. Uh, Instagram, I'm Duck Cajun Cowboy. Duh, D A Duck Cajun Cowboy. On Twitter, it's Wayne Douglas Morgan. You know, I have a website that is just about to be popped open finally because of you. I started getting this stuff. It's Wayne. Oh. It's www.waynedouglasmorgan.com. So you go there and you'll be able to see everything. Uh, that is Wayne Morgan. All the public speaking, all the public speaking that I'm going to be doing, <laughs> motivational speaking. The uh, you know I, I become a guest lecturer at you know and and Tulane and stuff like that. So the movies that I'm going to be doing will be there. I just did, by the way, and I know we have to wrap it up, but I just did a House Divided. Michael Mayhall is a director, yeah, and it's on All Black Channel, and it just got nominated in 2021 for um, that's the channel. Yeah, All Black Channel is what it's called, and in 2021 it got nominated for an Emmy. For the best uh, limited series, I don't know if it won or not. We got yeah, nominated. We got nominated. And, and I'm That's an huge. actor in there, and I do more than be funny. Well, y'all, Wayne Morgan, find him. 
on all the social media. Spaghetti on the Wall is brought to you by Leduc Entertainment for all of your digital marketing video needs. Hit us up. We got you. We can help you get your business out there. And you can always watch Spaghetti on the Wall on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere they can find podcasts. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you all next week. Have you heard? 